Thank you for choosing to listen to today's message by Reverend Dr. David Entry. We know you will be blessed as you seek and serve God. We believe that this message will stir up a desire for more of God, even as you listen. Be blessed. He said, and he began to prophesy. He met a, a couple of prophets, a group of prophets coming from the high place of God. They were prophesying. And when he met them, the spirit of the Lord came upon him. And he also began to prophesy. Nobody can prophesy on their own. In Acts chapter 1, verse 16, he said, The Holy Spirit spoke by the mouth of David. So when David spoke, it was him. But the real person speaking was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit spoke by the mouth. The Holy Spirit spoke before by the mouth of David. David was speaking, but it was the Holy Spirit. How would David have known about Judas? But he spoke concerning Judas. You can prophesy by yourself. Say, in the Spirit of the Lord, 1 Samuel chapter 10, you will meet a bunch of prophets coming from the high place of God. And then when you meet them, you meet them, they'll be prophesying, and the Spirit of God will come upon you. And then you will also begin to prophesy, and you shall be turned into another man. So, what God does with your life is not based on your education. Don't mind all those who say Paul the apostle was able to be used mightily of God because of his education. They, they got it wrong. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. When they saw the boldness of Peter and John, they took notice of them and knew that these guys have been with Jesus. It's not the education, it's who they have been with. Because when you read the verse 8, Bible tells Peter verse 13, they took notice of them. They, when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived they were uneducated and untrained men. Bible was categorical about that. Their exploits was not because of their education. Where did this come from? Is that Paul was used because of his education. He wasn't used because of education. He said in Galatians chapter um, I think 2 verse 10 that no man, these things I'm teaching, no man gave them to me. It was given to me by revelation. In Galatians either 1.10 or 2.10. He said the things that it was given to me by revelation. Teaching, education teaches you for what men can tell you. That's why church is not meant for education. Church is meant for feeding so we feed people's spirit from our spirit man. He said that, for I never received it of man, nor was taught. I wasn't, these things I'm talking about, men didn't teach me. Why are you crediting it to my education? Hmm. Oh, because he was well educated, his mind was broad, excuse me. They asked, where does Jesus get all this learning from? Where is he getting this wisdom from? Who is giving him this thing? Because his, his level was more than any school could t- to teach. He was a carpenter. So when the Spirit of God comes upon a person, and when before 
Say before the people in Acts four thirteen, before they took notice of Jesus, so they took notice of Peter and John, and they known, knowing that they were unlearned and uneducated men, they concluded that these guys have been with Jesus. But before they came to that conclusion, verse eight said Peter was scattered, about that. was filled with the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. He was filled with the, that was the result. It was the Holy Spirit who was at work. Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said, rulers of the people, and ye, they were addressing educated men. They were addressing trained men. Rulers of the people and you leaders. Elders. You might be it known unto you. Then it, it took them to the Old Testament. Being known to you that Jesus then he says that this is the stone which the builders rejected. He said, This is the stone which you he didn't say the builders, he said, You builders, you are attempting to build for God, but you have rejected what is needed to build. He said, This is the stone. He says that this is the stone which was rejected by you builders, which has become the chief cornerstone. You rejected the stone and he was addressing them. How would he have known all this? It takes the Holy Spirit. So Jesus told them that don't leave, don't depart from Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Anything, listen, this is a good point. Nobody can do anything for God without the Spirit of God coming on you. May the Holy Spirit gain the precedence in your life. Amen. Other than that, you can't accrue any reward in heaven. God, the reward you get in heaven is based on what you have done for God. And you can't do for God by yourself because you don't have it. You can only do for God by his spirit the Holy Spirit the Holy Spirit who when they came they laid their hands on them verse 17 of Acts chapter 8 verse 17 and 18 and then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit and Simon the sorcerer Verse 18, when he saw, watch this, what did he see? Most of us have, I don't know, do you know what he saw? He saw that, he saw that through the laying on of the hands of the apostle, the Holy Spirit was given. Think about it. So he offered money for this kind of power. He offered money for this power too. He said, give me this power also. He thought it's a power. Me too. When anyone, once maybe I, I take money from them, I like them, I say, Come. No, it's not that. It's not that. The Holy Spirit said, Separate unto me, Barnabas and Saul. In the early church, it was the Holy Spirit who was doing his work. Even though he was the one doing his work, he says that people, it became noticeable that by the laying up on some people's hands, the Holy Spirit give was, is given to people. Mm. <laughs> They laid their hands on them. The Holy Spirit came upon some of the people. So Simon saw that, ha, 
How did you guys get this one? Me too, I wanted to. Because your hand, your hand and the, and the Holy Spirit comes on people. We need you, Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit. What you need is no money. They said, silver and gold have I none. When it is needed, God provides. He said, when I sent you, did you lack anything when I told you, don't take wallet, don't take bag? Did you lack anything when I sent you? Why have we made it like without money, you can't do God's work? It is, it is a lie from the pit of hell. But we, it's, it's the Holy Spirit we need. He said, silver and gold have I none. Such as I have, give I thee. Acts 3, 6. Such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. They were, these were people who moved in the spirit. Moved. Can you imagine Peter falls into a trance? And then after the trance, he says that the, the Holy Spirit told me, Peter, there are three people waiting for you downstairs. Go down. The Spirit told him, go down now. They are waiting for you. Acts chapter 10. Yeah. He said, the Spirit told him, go down. They are waiting for you. Verse 20. Arise therefore, go down and go with them. I mean, there are foreigners, strangers who have been sent to come and call you. The Spirit told him that they are waiting for you. Go down. When they arrived and they were asking, is there a man here called Simon? Yes. Uh, Simon Peter. Whilst they were asking, they knocked the door he has been told, like the Holy Spirit has told him, go down. And so in Acts chapter 11, he was recounting it. He was repeating, he was telling the people that the Spirit told me to go down. Doubting nothing. These are people who were, whose focus was on the Spirit. Mm. Are we gathering people in church whose focus uh, on what they are getting? Their material possession. Mm -hmm. God has a way of taking care of his people. We are supernatural people. You, one of the things you should never be empty of is the spirit and then the faith and faith. You should walk by faith. It's the Holy Spirit they were always pushing for. In the book of Acts, I spoke about how almost every chapter there's representation of prayer. And almost every chapter has multiplicity of representation of the Holy Spirit in different shapes and forms. Right from Acts chapter 1, verse 2, the Bible says that, the, that by the Bible brings the Holy Acts chapter 1, verse 2. Right from Acts chapter 1, verse 2, it talks about the you see, until the day he was taken up, after he threw Jesus himself, oh, he did this thing through the Holy Spirit. Mm. Through the Holy Spirit. May you begin to do things through the Holy Spirit. But if you want, if you have to do things through the Holy Spirit, you must purpose and determine. It does not come by accident. Mm. You are there one day, then maybe one day, you know, talent. Eh? Talent, you don't train for it. You just got it. But the Holy Spirit is not a talent. It's not a talent. It's not a talent. You first of all must desire and must be in, a, in prayer and determine yourself. Pro, 
put yourself in certain posture and positions that will may help you to receive the Holy Spirit flow. Now, in Acts chapter 4, verse um, 9, the Bible talks about how, no, verse 8, so verse 8, Peter, verse 8, sorry, Peter was filled, oh, let's already allow, let's go. Peter what? Peter what? How about verse 31? Let's go. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled. But Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit. What is the feeling again? You see, when we talk about feeling the Holy Spirit, it's not like cup, something pouring into a vessel, as it is like, you know, the sail of a boat. The wheel, the wind is filled, the, the sail is filled with the wind and it drives the boat. So when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, it just drives. You can't be, a, a, a sail cannot be filled without it moving the ship. So it's not like a, a bottle, you have filled it and you put it there. No, when a sail is filled with the wind, it forces, forces the boat or the ship in a certain direction. Because the wind has filled the sail. So no one gets filled with the Holy Spirit and you are still the same. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you will do something. One of the early things you will do is you will speak. Preaching. And when you open your mouth and to speak, it is about Christ. It's about church. No one can build the church without being filled with the Holy Spirit. You have gone to join a department, but you are a Confucianist. Because you are, you, you are using yourself to build. That's why every now and then you get discouraged. You can't build for God by yourself because you don't get it. It says that take heed to yourself and to the flock over which the Holy Spirit is the one who makes you overseer over people. It's the Holy Spirit who makes you overseer over. Is the Holy Spirit is everywhere in the Book of Acts. Then when they are assembled, he told them they should wait. They shouldn't depart. Verse four, Acts one four. But wait for the Spirit. Mm. Acts one eight. Wait for the Spirit. Then Acts one sixteen. Peter said, uh, "The Spirit spoke by the mouth of David." <laughs> And Acts 2 said they were, the whole place was filled and they were filled with the Holy Spirit. And Peter opened his mouth and he says that this is what was said by 17. This is what was said by uh, the prophet. In the last day, I'll pour out my spirit upon all flesh. The sons and daughters shall prophesy. And he spoke and after preaching to them, he says that, they said, what should we do? He said, repent. Repent and be baptized for the remission of sins. So there are sins to be given. And then, and, then, and then he said, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. It looks like the Holy Spirit was so central. But sometimes it's so centrally, central, but unnoticed. There are times he himself does the speaking. Like Acts chapter 13, they were praying, the Holy Spirit said, okay, separate unto me, Barnabas as well. Everywhere in verse chapter 1, in chapter 2, in chapter 3. Chapter 3 didn't talk much about the Holy Spirit, but chapter 4 is there. 
Chapter 5, plenty. Chapter 6, he says that we want some people to be distributing bread in church. Bring, we, it said, we don't want confusion in church, so let's put in some order. When sin was coming, God said, no, I'm coming to clear it myself. But when confusion was coming, he said, guys, put in systems to deal with confusion. Because sin, don't underestimate sin. Yeah. So that's why I don't understand you who are doing pornography. You who are fornicating. You are complaining about an usher. Because the usher's problem is lack of system. That one human beings can sort it. But your problem is God himself who has to come and sort it too. <laughs> when it is sin, God himself has to get involved. What is systems, structures? God said, let's find some people who have the wisdom to, to sort it out. But even that, he says, we need people who have the wisdom and are full of the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 6, verse 3. Full, full, full of the Holy Spirit. Verse 5. And they chose Stephen, a man, Kai, Kai. And they chose Stephen, a man full of faith and the Holy Spirit. To come and save table. No wonder what between the breakfast and lunch, he went and preached. Because when you are with the Holy Spirit, you do something. Between breakfast and lunch, you go and preach. And you come and serve tables. He was in church. You didn't, you didn't, he wasn't on the stage. He was just serving. But when church, church finishes, he was making more impact than people on the stage. So the, the opposers and the persecutors, their focus shifted from the apostles and he moved to Stephen. And Bible says, I think in the verse, um, Acts chapter 6, verse 11 or so, they couldn't resist the spirit by which he spoke. When he opened his mouth, uh, they were not able, verse 10, they were not able to resist the wisdom and the, the spirit is capital. He was speaking by the spirit and they couldn't, they couldn't resist it. Because the man was full of the spirit. You don't become full of the spirit living a normal life. You start to amend your approach and you get the spirit. Full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. Full of the spirit. Be full of the spirit. Let's see who can block your next move. Your blessing, your next blessing. It cannot happen. Full of the spirit. And he was preaching, preaching. They couldn't resist the spirit. And I like this man so much. He is so spirit focused. When he finished this whole long preaching from Genesis to Malachi, the only person who summarized the entire Old Testament in one sermon is Stephen. How can you do that? He's full of the Holy Spirit. Summarize the entire, what the whole Old Testament was about. Stephen summarized it. And then when he finished, verse 51, he said, you stiff-necked people, you always resist the Holy Spirit. The thing is about the Holy Spirit. So he says, oh, you are resisting the Holy Spirit. Why is it that the pastor is preaching and you have made up your mind? He can't say anything. Me, a pornography, I won't stop. I, I won't stop the kissing. Stiff-necked stiff people. And uncircumcised in heart. You know I'm preaching to you. I am talking to you. Who else should I talk to? The people who are not here. No, 
you came here. You, you, did it, are you not interested in God before you came? Or you're coming for a miracle? You're joking. This is the biggest miracle. When you are, you are, you've gone through spiritual MOT and you are in shape to go with the Holy Spirit. Receive your miracle in the name of Jesus. Stiff-necked people, you always resist the Holy Spirit. You know the Spirit of God is talking to you. But you have made up. No, no, no. I won't change. I won't change. Go ahead and be sleeping with her. Go ahead and be gossiping on people in the church. Go ahead. Go ahead. Stiff-necked people. Go ahead. You resist the Spirit. Don't resist the Spirit. Sometimes you are, someone upsets you so much, you don't want, you want to talk to them again. And the Spirit of God is convicting you. Don't resist him. Proud. I'm so proud you didn't know I'll still do what I want to do. I won't change. Don't resist him. Don't resist the spirit. Because the church is for the spirit. So it says you resist the Holy Spirit just like your fathers did. Then verse 55. He brings the spirit again. 55. Oh, I like this. And he, being full of the Holy Spirit, looked into heaven. And he said, I see, I see the glory of God. I see Jesus standing. There are some things you won't see. <laughs> so, you stiff-necked people. That's why he said. Then, he was full of the Holy Spirit and gazing into heaven. See, he gazed into heaven and saw. Who did the gazing? And saw. If you don't lift your eyes, you will see you. <laughs> yeah. Open the Bible, start reading, and you begin to discover things. You begin, your spirit begins to f- get fed. And I like, I want to end on verse fifty-nine. That's already out together. Let's go. And the Let them spoil my body. As for the spirit, the guy was so spirit-minded. He said, my spirit is here. Well, that's for whatever they do with my body. Some of us are so much full. You will, you will kill your spirit to build your body. Yeah. So he says that, Lord, receive my spirit. This man was spirit-oriented. So when they were choosing the deacons, he was the first to be chosen. They said, look out for seven men full of the Holy Spirit. They, by the time apostles said, they knew, oh, okay, as for Stephen, it must be one full of the Holy Spirit. Are you full of yourself? Or full of the Holy Spirit? Are you full of your achievement? Or full of the Holy Spirit? You are better of being full of the Spirit. We are hungry for the Holy Spirit. We are hungry for something above the natural. Did you receive something? Please, let's, let's desire the Holy Spirit. Let's desire it. Once you are born again, the Holy Spirit is available for you. And when it comes on you, He will do great things through your life. And God will reward you. We thank God for using His servant, Reverend Dr. David Andrew, to share this awesome word. If this message has blessed you in any way, please spread the word by sharing it and send us an email to amen at charis.org. Remember to stay connected with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube and Twitter for regular updates on what God is doing here at Caris Ministries. Stay blessed.